Intentional Grounding Tennessee Football Podcast. My name is Noah Downs. I am your co-host, and we are returning. I'm here with my other co-host. His name is Luke Bisson. How are you doing, Luke? I am fan-freaking-tastic, man. How are you, sir? Well, you know, it probably sounds like we're on a phone call right now, and if that's the well, how you feel, dear listener, then that is very true, because we are. Um, we're trying a new way of recording, because this is, you know, a new year, and this is a new us. Um, and, uh, I know you missed us. I, I, I would go into detail about everything we've done since you last heard from us, of the ice giants that you fought, the, uh, people that I sued. Um, that's really all I do. I, I just sue people. Um, but, uh, <laughs> frankly, we don't want to bore you with those stories. So without, you know, without going into it, let's just say that we were busy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now, Luke, in the off season for uh, dynasty foot, fantasy football, what is a good place to start? Uh, as soon as you get done with your uh, your uh, Super Bowl or the actual Super Bowl, you know, get get to work, look ahead, figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. So you know? I I think right now we're in that uh, fun stage in between, you know, uh, the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. the uh, NFL Combine, and the Combine is coming up really soon. So. What better oh, yeah. thing to do in our draft prep than to look at some NFL team needs? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is this is the time to do it, you know, because it's good to know what a team needs so that you can kind of start to figure out who is going to go where and throw out some very, very early projections. Exactly. So with these team needs now, um, well, obviously we're not going to go through all 32 teams in this one podcast. You would get really bored, and your lunch break is only so long, dear listeners. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the first 16, and we're going to do it on a rapid-fire rate. Luke is going to speak as fast as he can, um, and I'm going to speak as fast as I can. And we're going to get through (laughs) the first 16 in about 30 minutes. And then on our next podcast, we're going to go through the last 16. So, Luke... Yeah, I'm going to let you time it this time. Are you ready? Oh, my gosh. I yeah. am. All right. Put two minutes on the clock. All right. Turn that timer up nice and loud. And <laughs> let's start with the Buffalo frickin' Bills. Now, what do these Buffalo Bills uh, team need? Well, what I'm looking at in my end here is uh, they need a QB, wide receiver, and a safety. Uh, right. You know, and that's the assumption that uh, the QB is because Tyrod is leaving. However, after rumors coming out today, it sounds like that may not be the case. Well, I'll tell you, know, my boy Tyrod, he needs to chase that paper because he is too good for the Bills uh-huh. to yank him around. Yeah, I would agree, but they have a, they have a new uh, new head coach, a new system there, so I don't know what they're going to do. That's true. I agree that they do need a wide receiver there. Right now, Sammy Watkins is a great number one if only mm-hmm. he could stay on the field. Um, and, uh, you know, they don't really have anything to go along with them. Uh, they they don't have very many uh, uh, number two wide receivers there. Right, well, they had, they had Woods, but Woods is officially a, a free agent. So so you think uh, that Woods would be a good free agent signing? Yeah, I think they should re-sign him. Um, and also I think that they should either draft or get another one so that way they can bring in some competition. Uh, you know, I think that even if they want to go high end and go and grab a, a Corey Davis or a Mike Williams in the first round, you know, they could pair him up nicely and make it. But at the end of the day, you know, they have bigger needs. Now, you also say that safety is a need for this team. 
Yeah, uh, it's just the, the injury to Aaron Williams. Uh, he was injured last year, and uh, uh, he, they're going to have to find a replacement for him. <laughs> yeah, it kind of shows that this team really has no depth there. He had that, um, I think that was a neck injury. Yep, uh, from Travis Landry. Yeah, yeah, jeez. And so, um, how much time do we have left? No, we are uh, now. All right, yeah. cool. So let's move on. I feel like we're doing that dating show. Probably going I know. Uh, Speed dating. Well, you and I are basically dating anyways. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but my girlfriend would object and your wife and children might object. Anyway, so Miami Dolphins, um, their team needs look like linebackers, defensive tackles, and guards. They have a ton of cap space, so they have $42.5 in cap space. Yeah. Yeah, they they have quite a bit. Yeah, their linebackers, uh, they need three of them right now unless they go out and they re-sign Kiko Alonso. You know, right. basically, well, Kiko Alonso, he is, he's decent, but he's not otherworldly. Right, no, absolutely, which is why they don't, they shouldn't just race out and throw, you know, money. But at the end of the day, sure, they have 42.5, but, you know, there's over a billion dollars out there in cap space combined for all these teams. Right. So, so I think it's a long is good, but they're going to, mm-hmm. like you said, you're, they're going to need more because they can't stop the run, and they're right. not very good at defending their short passes, and they're getting cut mm-hmm. up there. Absolutely. You know, I mean, so uh, not only that, but they also need to go out and they need to get a defensive tackle to go next to Sue, and they, they need line help a little bit because, frankly, I mean, they're, they're O-line. You know, they need a guard, uh, but the rest of the line, it's, 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 it's okay. It's mediocre at best. So yeah, mediocre at best, just kind of like this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at it, Jay Ajayi was huge last year. He had, what, three 200-yard games? Uh-huh. Uh, but the problem with it at the end of the day is there's there's so much variance when it comes to the running back position there. And, and you still have Tannehill at quarterback, and Tannehill really isn't exactly the best. Now, one thing they did today is the Dolphins went out and traded a late-round pick for Julius Thomas. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. They did. Yep. And, unfortunately, they also moved their, I want to say their left tackle, uh, who was aging and everything. But they got Laramie Tunzel last year, who was playing guard this year. They're going to kick him out to left tackle. And that's, you know, where the hole at guard comes from. Now, what was that beeping sound that I keep hearing? The what? Do you hear a beeping sound? Because I'm hearing a beeping sound. Beeping sound. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm going insane. Um, yeah, you probably are. I've got nothing on my end. <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, the New England Patriots, now, you you think they need a defensive end, an outside linebacker, and a running back. Oh, they have $61 million in uh, cap. Um, well, you know, they do have Dante Hightower and Logan Ryan, free agents to re-sign. Yep. And uh, you yep. think that they should re-sign Michael Floyd, too. Yeah, I think they should go out and they should sign him because Michael Floyd at this point, uh, he's going to be spending 90-some-odd days between being in jail and house arrest for his, like, way over-the-top DUI. So because of that, uh, they're going to have many question marks for him. They can go out and do a one-year prove-it deal. Those are the types of deals that New England loves to sign because they can get it out of their players, and then he can go from there. And honestly, if I was agent, that's what I would want him to get. Um, and then they should also, if they if they can, re-sign Malcolm Butler, the other uh, – Quarterback uh, in there because between Butler and Logan Ryan, you know those are the best two, frankly, free agents that they have. I agree. Now you say that they need running back as a need, and I disagree heartily because my boy DJ Foster is there. Now let me tell you a little bit about DJ Foster. Um, <laughs> he he was on that 53 man roster for most of the year, and um, you know the the Patriots. Every time they win a game, every week they win a game, 
they give out a um, a practice award to the hardest working player in practice. So whoever right. shines the most. C.J. Foster won nine out of a possible 14 awards. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in for a second. They love that kid. Oh, oh it, it, it did. It did. It sank yeah, in. So, so, yeah, yeah. You better <laughs> you better look for that D.J. Foster train. Maybe not this year, but he's yeah. not. Well, I'm not saying that. Basically, I feel they still need another thing at running back because we'll get a blonde out the door. You know? Yeah, and exactly. D.J. Foster, we'll get a blonde is not. You know, I mean, it's just it's two different types of running styles. Honestly, I think they're going to try to fill it in the draft. A lot of people think Christian McCaffrey is going to go to Patriots. I think it's going to be Deonta Foreman in the second round. Yeah, I could see that, but I think you're wrong. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's move on to those New York Jets. The Jets. Uh, Perfect. What do are, what are their team need? Uh, right now they need a quarterback. Uh, Fitzpatrick is gone, and uh, Geno Smith is also gone. Geno Smith, as a matter of fact, he's my third FA to resign with huge question marks because I don't know if I want to do it. But, so basically you've got – uh, Hackenberg, and you've got our Bryce Petty there as the only two uh, quarterbacks. They need offensive tackles, and they need two quarterbacks. So they have some needs, and they have nothing as far as cap space goes. Uh, but they, they can free up the right cap. Now. Yeah, they can right. free up the cap space. Absolutely, they could. They could free up cap space. They could free up 8.5 if they – or, sorry, 7.5 if they cut Marshall, and they could cut – Which Marshall, that is, that is the receiver Marshall. Oh, that is, that is Brandon Marshall, correct, the wide yeah. receiver. You know, and they could also free up a little bit more. If there was a couple other guys they could cut and everything and be able to get uh, David Harris was another one. And then also if they could move Sheldon Richardson, which has one more year at his deal, they could free up another like $17 million. It'll be interesting to see if they do cut Marshall because he was one of the most steady producers they had. Mm-hmm. Well, let's still have um, uh, uh, Decker, you know, and uh, and Yunwa was stepping up a little bit last year. So, you know, they could do it there. Um, what they really need is they need to get to work on that defense. Uh, well, that's frankly, true. frankly, what they need to do is blow it up. Uh, and uh, with that, that's all the time we have on them. But, yes, blow it up, start over, do what Cleveland's doing, get to work. All right, let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you've identified that they need a defensive end, um, mm-hmm. a rushing linebacker, and a wide receiver. This is a really yeah. good draft for defensive ends. Oh, it's a great draft for, like, every position in, in the um, uh, in, in defense. I yeah, frankly, you could see entire teams completely just, like, reinvent themselves on defense. Absolutely. You know, as a matter of fact, that's what I hope happens in, in the, on another team. Uh, but uh, uh, Ruben Foster is, like, the only really good inside linebacker as of right now. Like, he's leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of them. Uh, but mm-hmm. besides that, there's a lot of good depth. Uh, rush linebacker, you're going to want to get an edge guy, uh, like a Solomon Thomas, uh, who – may still be there when they go, but more than likely not. Uh, and then, you know, obviously Miles Garrett, but he's going to be gone first pick overall to Cleveland. Uh, you know, I thought it was interesting that you said that yeah. they should um, re-sign Juice. Kyle Juice, their fullback. Yeah, well, absolutely. This, fullbacks this are a good important. draft for fullbacks, though. Uh, yeah, yes, it is, but they also know what they have already. He already knows the system. Nothing's changing. He can just come back in, and at day one, he can be the fullback they need. They know what they have. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, on, on this list going down, there's four other fullbacks, or three other fullbacks, you know, and I think the team should just resign them. Fullbacks, uh, they're so intimate already with the running back. It's, it's, it's almost as important to me as the center quarterback exchange if you use the fullback enough to make it, you know, an I-formation fullback running back setup. Yeah, I understand that. Now, um, how much time do we have left on those guys? About 20 seconds. 
All right, so you've identified that they need wide receivers. That's obvious because mm-hmm. they drafted Brashad Perriman a couple of years ago. He's turned out to be kind right. of a disappointment. Um, and they, uh, with, and Chris Moore as well, who didn't mm-hmm. do anything last year. Now, who, right. who do you think that they're going to, which round do you think they might draft a receiver? Um, I think they may go second or third. Um, I can't imagine them going the first round because the top talent at defense is so good. Uh, they could go cornerback. You know, they could go a lot of different areas in there just based on BPA, basically, best player available. Uh, but they could go for Isaiah Jones later on. Uh, they're going to need more of a possession receiver. But I still think they believe that uh, uh, Perryman is is the uh, answer for, uh, like, a X-fly receiver. Um, and then also, real quick, yeah. I was about to say, how about them Bengals? Uh, the Bengals, uh, like I said, uh, looking at – they need a defensive end, they need safety, uh, they need a wide receiver, wide receiver two, and depending on what happens in this uh, upcoming free agent part, they need a guard because the best guard on the market is about to say goodbye to the, in, uh, Kevin Ziegler. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, you know, um, yeah, he's good, um, but I think their their um, receiver need is what's actually holding them down. But I, mm-hmm. I was hoping for more out of Tyler Boyd this year, but he really did not show it. Right. Well, he Tyler Boyd to me is going to be that gadget player. Uh, he's going to be yeah. good for returns if they let him do it. Uh, but he's going to be a lot like a Kenny Britt before this year happened, or a Tavon Austin, where you know they they have to make gadget gadget type plays to showcase him. And frankly, right now where where they're at with AJ Green and then uh, Brandon LaFell, that's an option they really don't uh, have to worry about yet. You know. So. Exactly. Uh, but and then they also they could resign Drake or Patrick. Uh, they have a, a their left tackle. Um, man, the name is Xavier. I don't have it on the list, but he's like 35, so I don't see them doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they have 43.2 in cap, so they could get out there. They could make some noise on maybe one or two guys. Uh, hopefully, resigning their own guy, and uh, that they're going to have besides that, so a pretty quiet free agency period. I'll tell you though, they do not have nearly as much cap as those next teams. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, we're about to find out the perfect case study on most cap in the NFL out there with $106.6 million and no one wants to come to dance. That's what that, that's that's because that's, that's the Cleveland Browns. Because the oh, Cleveland yeah. Browns. Now, oh. the Browns, you've identified their team needs, and you're intimately <laughs> familiar with the team as safeties, <laughs> cornerbacks, and wait for it. More cornerbacks. Oh, yeah. Basically, the Are you salty, Luke? <laughs> okay, their whole entire secondary needs to be replaced. They had the worst safety tandem in the NFL last year. Uh, the only person that was good enough that I feel they should bring back is actually NFA and Jordan Poyer. I hope they bring him back. Uh, they need Jamie Collins back, uh, which they got already. They already re-signed him. And I think they're going to get out there and they're going to re-sign Terrell Pryor. I think Pryor is not going anywhere, which may not be good for him, but uh, I think we're one I think we're one year away from getting that quarterback. I do not expect a quarterback this year, especially if Tyrod stays in Buffalo. Well, if Tyrod goes to the Browns, I think he has some sticking power. Because mm-hmm. uh, Steve Jackson is a quarterback whisperer. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I, I think it's they're not going to trade their twelfth overall or their first overall for Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to either stay or he's going to go to um, Chicago. They're not going to go after him. Instead, what I expect to see is they're either going to roll with who they got, 
which yeah. is basically RG3 and Kessler, or they're going to bring in Tyrod and let Tyrod play. But that's your only two options because, frankly, this draft, the quarterbacks, you know, they believe, their their system is they believe that the quarterbacks, anybody can develop over time. But right. if once you once you take a quarterback, you marry yourself to that quarterback, especially that early, and if they mm-hmm. falter after two years, you're gone. So that's true. Well, let's let's hop on over to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who mm-hmm. need edge rushers, inside linebackers, and safeties, and they've got a decent amount of cap, but they have a yeah. huge free agent signing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they have, yeah. Le'Veon Bell needs to be re-signed, uh, and he could easily, with signing bonus just completely destroy that to the point where all they can sign are their um, uh, their rookies. Yeah, how much money do you think he's going to get to? Well, that's uh, – see, it's, it's it's hard to say. You know, I, I would have to look and see what the highest contract is right now. But, I mean, if you think of it like this, last year Chris Johnson got, what, $6.5 million coming in as a quote-unquote backup to Jacksonville? Yeah. You know, so you may be looking upwards of – uh, thirteen, fourteen million a year. <laughs> God, that's insane. Uh, yeah, that's insane. Um, wow. I, well, what happens if Le'Veon doesn't sign there? Uh, then they, then their, their initial, you know, first of all, not only is Le'Veon Bell a free agent, but also, uh, oh, the backup, uh, the guy that's really good, uh, D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, he's he's gone too as of right now. He's like and 35. Is, is Dre Archer still on that roster? He is, but Dre Archer is small, and he's he's basically a wide receiver stuck with a running back number. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. Excuse me. That but yeah, so true. so if they they need to resign him now, I would assume based on how things are looking that that they're going to resign him just because of the way it's set up. But you know. But yeah, so that kind of rounds out all of them. Ross Cock, Ross Cockrell, quarter, quarterback, is also the last guy that I think they should go out and grab from their uh, right. uh, their resigns. Now, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a break for a live read for, uh, from our uh, sponsor, and then we'll mm-hmm. come back after that and round out the last eight. All right, sounds good. Hey guys. This is Luke Bisson from Intentional Grounding, the podcast you're more than likely listening to right now. And uh, I just want to take a minute real quick to uh, talk about our uh, title apparel sponsor, Savage, the ultimate apparel company. Uh, this company, they've been killing the jersey game for sports teams around the country, and their brand and merchandise has some serious flavor. Uh, with both national and local level partnerships among a variety of sports, including uh, football, soccer, ultimate frisbee, disc golf, I love disc golf. Uh, dodgeball, Quidditch, and and, and some more, uh, they're ready to get you into the gear you need. Savage produces brand and customizable apparel for the active lifestyle, and you need to check them out because they're offering right now an exclusive coupon code just for our listeners so that you can get 15% off. Use the coupon code WookieTD at www.savageultimate.com to get some awesome new gear. And if you don't see something that you like, They've got a fully customizable option section to get you exactly what you need. So stay tuned because from Intentional Grounding, the podcast you know that you're listening to, uh, there's going to be some exclusive like merchandise coming soon. So don't forget, Wookie TD saves you 50% off at www.savageultimate.com. Go check it out today.
And we're back. Oh, man, that was such an inspiring message. Luke, isn't it going to be great if uh, we just find out tomorrow that none of this recorded? Oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, it's all behind the scenes work. This is like our fourth time trying to record this dang podcast today. Um, we had a Skype call set up to record, and then the, we lost the signal. And then we had another Skype call set up to record, and then my audio, uh, my video card stuff working on my laptop, and then Google Hangouts on the report. Now we're trying to Google Voice. So shout out to Google Voice. You're better than everything else. <laughs> so far. great if Google sponsored us? Um, I know, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so let's let's pick it back up with with a lightning round. Um, mm-hmm. My girlfriend's going to be home soon, so we got to keep going. Oh, um, all right. So where are we? The Houston Texans. Yes, so, sir. Houston Texans, Texans need right tackle, cornerback, and inside linebacker. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think that sounds good. Uh, and they basically have just just under a quarter of a hundred million to do it, so they have, they have a lot of work to do. And uh, they, they can take care of that uh, second one in the quarterback if they just re-sign their their, uh, their boy, A.J. Boy. Yeah, you know, it's funny because <laughs> you, you said, you know, that was the most convoluted way I've ever heard someone say a quarter, you said a quarter of a hundred million. I can't you just say <laughs> 24 million. It's a lot easier, but. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think, I think that the Texans need um, a quarterback. Well, <laughs> they do, but they just paid $72 million to Brock and that had the backup and Tom Savage come in and uh, shot performance. So, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, um, even if they just paid $72 million, they, they just need to call that a done deal. I think Brock is done and I, it doesn't matter how much you just paid on it. It's not fixed. It's not fixed. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I guarantee you this is what's going to happen this year. They're going to stick with it. Um, and then if it doesn't work out, they're, gonna, they're either going to go out and get someone next year or they're going to draft someone. But I can see them bringing in a late rounder just to kind of like have that third quarterback to draw a little competition, but as long as Savage is there, they really don't have a reason to bring in anybody unless they're planning on moving from him. Exactly. You know, Tom Savage, he is Savage, kind of like the ultimate apparel company that we just touted. Um, so next on our list is the Indianapolis Colts, and God, this yeah. team is old. Yeah, it, it totally is. Um, it's a shame they have so many needs on uh, – on defense, because they could also um, uh, you know, get away from uh, Gore <laughs> with maybe a Delvin Cook. Uh, but oddly enough, I heard a rumor a couple days ago that they may be uh, getting a hold of uh, Jamal Charles. Whoa, that would be insane. Yeah, well, Jamal Charles, who, if he comes back and is okay, is still, you know, where he is. And then you've got, you know, <laughs> old man and uh, – and Gore, so it's not exactly the best, but it would be an excellent one-two for as long as Gore can survive. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, I would say that Charles would, that would be terrible for fantasy if Charles ended up there, because then, I mean, both of those guys could be number one. Uh, well, and, I, and I would they, like they, the backup, the backup uh, situation would be bad. Yeah, well, uh, and, and on top of all that, I mean, they basically need to redo their whole entire linebacking core. I mean, they've already released, well, 
Nicole Jackson, uh, Eric Walden is a free agent. So, you know, so you got a bunch of guys there. And then also, I mean, looking at the list here, uh, Jack Doyle, who I feel did better than uh, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Allen at tight end, he's up. Uh, Turbin is up. And then Daryl Morris, their cornerback. So they have a lot of things to do. A decent amount of cap, 54.2. Um, but then they got to work on that O-line. So yeah, lots of things. And frankly, right now the, the clock is ticking on Andrew Luck. They need to get this together. Right. They need a guard more than anything else because you can get the guard in the draft. They need to find the right tackle that they can go out and they can just get. They may go for Morton from Western Michigan University in like the third round. If they can get those types of things, Luck stays upright and the team succeeds. Exactly. I don't understand why they don't just have us in the draft war room. Anyway, um, <laughs> so next is the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, uh-huh. and they need a guard, they need an edge rusher, which is a great draft for edge rusher. I can't say that enough. Um, yeah. And a defensive tackle. And they uh-huh. have a ton of money. Yes, they do. Uh, they have 67.7, and I mean, and I do think they're going to try to at least throw out options to Cyprian and uh, Alukamara, uh, yeah. which is a safety and cornerback, respectively. I would be surprised if they didn't, just because, you know, it, they need to have a, a solid secondary. Um, they're, I, think, I, think, I think Cyprian is really good for them. Oh, he absolutely is. As a matter of fact, if you look at the list of safeties that are out there, he's, I want to say, he's in the top three of, you know, free agent safeties. So why wouldn't you go and grab him? Uh, they have another guy there uh, that they actually signed from Cleveland. Oh, man, what is his name? Totally blanking from me right now. But uh, it, it, he's in total garbage this year. You know, and usually it's kind of odd because for Cleveland, the Cleveland players, when they leave Cleveland, that's when they get good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's going really good. Wasn't there another one that did that this year with Taylor Gabriel? Yeah, Taylor Gabriel is up uh, for Atlanta, and I do think that he will be re-signed. Yeah, exactly. But he, he came from Cleveland, so. Um, and moving mm-hmm. on to the Tennessee Titans, who need cornerback, safety, and wide receiver. They have a ton mm-hmm. of gap space. You listed um, their, one of their, their priority free agents as Kendall Wright. Luke, are you insane? No. Okay, a couple of things that I have on here uh, are more so aren't – it's kind of like showing you, like, where the level of stuff kind of dies off. No, I don't think they should sign Kendall Wright. Okay. <laughs> I'm just showing you. Okay, good. The two guys that they have to choose from to bring back are Kendall Wright and Chance Wormack, which both of them have underperformed based on where they were drafted. Chance Wormack was a very early first-round draft pick. You know, so uh, they have a lot of cash base, 62.3. They have a lot of things that they need. They need to get to work, but not you know not from in house. What if Deshaun Jackson or Pierre Garcon end up here? Um, I could see it. I think that Deshaun would rather go to Philly personally, but uh, well, I mean that's what they need. They need someone to open up the top for them. You know, I mean, they basically have Richard Matthews. Uh, and they have a Tajay Sharp and everything, but they do need somebody that can just open up the top so that way those other guys can sit there and just feed underneath. Exactly. Now let's look at our next team, the Denver Broncos. Um, they mm-hmm. need outside tackle, defensive end, and inside linebacker. They don't have much yeah. money to work with, but can we just comment on how boring this team has gotten since paying many left? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're kind of yeah. they're kind of hanging out in the middle of not very good and not very good. Well, and part of it, regardless of how good or how bad Manning was, uh, defenses respected him because 
there were times where he would just throw the perfect ball. You know, it didn't matter if his arm was basically hanging on by two nerves and a, and a ligament. <laughs> his ball was and, and like, and like a ago. dried needle. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, the things I feel they need the uh, the most out there, like you said, you know, offensive tackle, defensive end, inside linebacker, uh, they're missing Danny Trevathan. You know, yeah. they're they're missing uh, what was his name, Malik Jackson. You know, those are two guys they need to actually find decent enough replacements for that they can move on. Uh, Von Miller, you know, he's still hanging out. <laughs> now, what do you say to what do you say to um, the report coming out of the Broncos that uh, Emmanuel Sanders skipped practices uh, last year um, to party? Have you heard those rumors? I, I have not, um, you know, I mean, if he did, he did. Uh, there were times during the year that I felt that he was actually more efficient in his opportunities than uh, uh, Demarius Thomas, though. So, I mean, regardless if that's what happened or not, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I still think he did pretty decent, uh, especially towards the end there. Demarius just seemed to fall off a cliff, and I'm not sure if that's age. I know also last year his mom was just getting out of jail and able to see him play professionally for the first time, so there may have been emotions out there. Um, yeah, that's right. But at the end of the day, it seemed to be Sanders was the one that was cashing in. Uh, that's what I saw, but when you go back and look at the numbers, it's actually the inverse for most of the season where uh, Demarius was doing better. So, Yeah, well, Demarius is one of those guys who is always drafted really highly, but you forget why he's so good until you look at it in the end. It's like, oh, man, Demarius actually had a good year. So, right. You know, um, and, and they also – yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to move us on because, you know, we're on quick fire here, Luke. you got to keep it. I will. Russell Wilson can wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we got all off season to talk about that guy. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, huh? They, the Kansas City Chiefs are just such a weird team in terms of the off season because they, they were successful this past year, but it was with a ragtag crew. Yeah. Um, they could barely make Jeremy Macklin a true number one receiver in fantasy. Um, Tyree right. Hill, I don't know what to make of him. Um, <laughs> it's just bizarre. Tell me, tell me about these Chiefs. Okay, well, uh, the Chiefs in general, first of all, uh, they're, they need all defense as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. But, you know, they need an inside linebacker. Uh, you know, because, uh, Derek Johnson is, you know, he's 34 towards ACL, or sorry, his Achilles last year, so I don't think he's coming back. Um, no. you know, then you need a quarterback and a safety, you know, and all they have to do is re-sign Eric Berry, which I expect them to, and that safety is resolved. However, they only have 4.7 million as of right now, and they're expected to drop Nick Foles, so that will shoot up another 6.75, but still. And Samar Charles gets tied. Right, but, uh, We'll get, we'll, we'll get to that situation when I have time to look up his contract because his contract yeah. may have a little more money involved than uh, just a simple cut. Um, That's true. But, yeah, so, so I mean, but without any other cuts, though, besides folds and everything, you're only looking at, like, you know, 11-4. As yeah. your as your room, and that's not going to be enough to do anything with Barry at this time unless he takes a pay cut, you know. Uh, and I put Don Terry Poe on there is another one that they that they could resign, but I don't expect that to happen. I expect them to let him walk. Uh, the, those tackles, there are a few in this draft that he they could get on the cheap and be set. Even though Don Terry Poe did throw a uh, touchdown last year, 
I will tell you that I fully expect him to um, – there's one player on their team that I'm really, really keeping an eye on named Daddy Nicholas, who is an edge rusher, was a rookie mm-hmm. from the sixth round last year, and he is he is bendy and good. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to home grow him, so they're going to look there. Um, hashtag go. Yep. So, uh, the Los <laughs> Chargers are next, and uh, they need uh, – yep. what is that? Oh, which one is that? That's offensive tackle? Yeah, it's not for the tackle. For some reason, I can't yeah. try a bunch of times to make it OT and then, uh, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, it looks, it looks like you tried to spell Ott. Um, yeah, yeah the guards know. and outside <laughs> linebackers. Yeah. Uh, they basically so. need both both tackles, both guards. The only thing they have there, apparently, is a center that's good. <laughs> and they need outside linebackers for the rush, uh, mainly because uh, they're looking at Melvin Ingram, you know, yeah. taking off at him. And I, you, you note that Danny Woodhead would be a good free agent sign for them. Uh, I sort of agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Woodhead is great, but he is so injured in his career. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what's nice is with his age and everything, I don't think he's going to have many suitors, so they could sign him to a smaller deal. Uh, I think that he would be good for what they needed to do. Like He he would become basically what Sproles is in Philly. Uh, now, Sproles is asked to do quite a bit right now. I don't think it would be quite to that extent, uh, but that's just because... I was about to say, that's essentially what Danny Woodhead has been doing. <laughs> right. Uh, Philly, though, doesn't have uh, a Melvin Gordon. You know, they have a, 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 a Mr. Break, Mr. Glass, basically, and Ryan Matthews. Now, they, that may yeah. change. They may go Cook or... I think they're going four net. They may go four net, you know, but they need, they'll be probably going that route as an option. So if they do that, then it's probably going to resolve. But Woodhead would be good for what he is. And now then, Woodhead, watch Woodhead just follow Matthews to Philly, and then it's just like the broken <laughs> rag that first coming through. Yeah. Now if they now if for some reason they decide to drop Fluker, uh, which you know if they have an offensive tackle troubles anyways, get rid of him, they'd save eight point eight million for getting rid of him. You know for for dropping him and everything. So. That could be a viable route to get almost thirty million in cap. Yeah. Well, now let's let's round out our top sixteen. Uh, the first sixteen. I don't know if they top because it doesn't have my team in there. But um, <laughs> the uh, with the with the Oakland, Las Vegas, San Diego Raiders, whatever the yep. heck they are, where they end up, what do they need? <laughs> so what is it like the Los Angeles uh, of Anaheim, the Angels of Anaheim? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Virginia Raiders, the Cleveland yeah. Raiders, the, the like Raiders that. of Mexico. Yeah, well, basically, they, you know, they need the linebackers, uh, they need a defensive tackle, and uh, they need a running back. Those are my two things. And that's, I fully expect Latavius Murray to be gone. Okay, I agree. Let him walk. I agree. And I think it's I think it's high time. He he did well enough, you know, last year. <laughs> Excuse me. And, but and I, a, I just and I a bit of usable fantasy advice: the minute that Latavius Murray walks. Sell your Jalen Richards shares in Dynasty. Just sell them. Just go oh, yeah. ham. Absolutely. Because right now, if he walks, uh, well, honestly, I would also be selling my uh, Washington shares too because DeAndre yeah. Washington still has a little bit of value. But they're going to be bringing something in or someone in. I actually heard a couple times today between conversations with people and then also, you know, rumors and everything that AP may actually, that may be a destination for him. You know, I heard um, – that uh, they were looking at bringing back Darren McFadden. Yeah, that is another option as well, and I will tell you what, I've been getting Darren McFadden everywhere. I've had two um, uh, uh, startups so far this year, and I have gotten him in, like, 
uh, the third to the last round in one of them, and then I ended up giving the other guy earlier. Well, that's because it's his 55 round massive draft. I might send out a bit for him, see what I can get. Yeah, you know, I, I just try to get him, just try, try to put him on your roster, throw a third, you know, to, to entice because fourth rounders are fourth rounders. But yeah, throw a third and see if someone will bite before he goes, you know. But that's limited because, you know, you're going to have designations come out uh, March 1st for who's being transact, you know, who's getting the transaction there, the transition tags on them, who's getting all these other types of things. And then, you know, you're going to have a, a moment of clarity uh, of what's going on. Then the combine starts, free agency starts, and boom, we're off to the races. Speaking of being off to the, uh, off to the, off to the races, um, that is our podcast. It is? Wow. Yeah. So let's hope this is recorded. Um, listener, if you are hearing this, it means that it works. And, uh, <laughs> and we are still please, alive. <laughs> please send nachos. Um, and, nachos. speaking of, thank you for sending that pizza the other day. Hey, I, I, like a Lannister, I always pay my debts. Oh man, you had to go there. Um, I did. Well, just to, just to recap, listeners. So, as as many of you will remember, we uh, had a couple of bets on uh, on uh, live, as I should say, podcast. No, not live. Yeah. Recorded podcast. Uh, one of two of which we actually put pizza on. So I bet um, I bet Luke that Brian Quick would outscore Kenny Bell for the season. It's true, and it happened because Kenny Bell was before the season started. Uh, yeah, so when Brian Quick caught his first back for nine managed. yards. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Brian Quick actually had a good year. Yeah, well, uh, I don't see him sticking on the team. Yeah, you just hate him. Um, yeah, Brian Quick well. hater. Uh, and then uh, I my other, my other bet was, with, uh, was with superfan uh, Brian, ironically. Um, um, about whether or not Deion Lewis would end up as a running back one. Um, and, well, let's just say that I'm going to get another pizza. You got a pizza out of that bet? That's awesome. I know. I love it. Anyways, um, so listeners, if you have any questions, feel free to follow us on Twitter. I am at, what is my Twitter handle again? Oh, yeah, at oh, Central. <laughs> <laughs> at intentional <laughs> underscore G and you can follow Luke at Grounding FF or it's one of those two. Just follow us. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. A while. it. We're, we're a little rusty. Um, <laughs> and you can email us at intentionalgroundingff at gmail.com. What's that, Luke? I don't remember. <laughs> intentionalgroundingff at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter, like, comment, share, uh, download us on iTunes, and keep being awesome, you wonderful listeners. And we're going to get you ready for this off season. Without any further ado, I'm going to get out of this train wreck of an ending. And uh, I am Noah Downs, and he is. I'm Luke Fisson. Have a good night, guys. And, yeah, have a good night. <laughs>